0: Love, talk, radio. Hey, what's happening everybody? I'm your host, Ampool, the Urban Guru, man. I want to thank y'all for joining us for this quick last minute special segment, man. You know how I do. If you are brand new to us and you're catching us through the archives, we ask that you please come on over to theimaginationguru.com and you can drop your email off on the front page. That way you can stay abreast with us. And, um, you know, we'll be doing some things, all right? Um, man, today is, is is a little different, man. We're going to do something a little different, um, something that we ain't never done before, but we're just going to do something a little different. But most importantly, we're just going to dialogue and get in great truth, man. Um, I know this brother from, you know, 09, 2010, who came through the astro class I was teaching, spitting nothing but fire coming with ingenious perspective, as I would like to call it. Uh, He's the first person to call me personally in those days to bring me up to Chicago to spread the truth that I was teaching. Uh, He would later call me and tell me how he saw current events that was popping off in the world and what it meant to the people and what the people should try to understand and know. He would try to get me To tell this truth of his And I will cower out of it And I will later devise A clever plan and have him as a Co-host with a very Valuable series of work um, That's in the vault with a Very prominent doctor that now Charges $5,000 for his Book these are facts Me and this brother was the first to bring Black folks to this prominent um, Person spiritual establishment Facts and we may release those Conversations since they are uh, they have so much value. Uh, this brother, man, came with Saturn 3-6 to help you dissolve your karma, which, by the way, is 2,000 years before our time. Now, I can prove this because we are in the age of Aquarius. You hear this a lot. And an age lasts a little over 2,000 years, so you have to ask yourself 2,000 years from now, where we going? What's the next age to come, which will be Capricorn. So this brother is 2,000 years before time getting people to understand the true energetic and psychological properties of Saturn. He came with that. I gave this brother a book on some serious African rights on how to control the elements because something just told me this is for him. And this brother took a trip to Florida, and he was on the beach, and he was met with fog, and he made fog disappear. Facts! Got pictures of it before and after. This brother would be in the hood of the west side of Chicago, right there on Chicago Avenue.
1: And a butterfly
0: would find him and land on him for a week straight. Facts. He was one of those kids that found a four-leaf clover as a child. He took people to the Federal Reserve Bank where they print money. And took these same people to a tour on a mansion just so their senses can get accustomed to prosperity. He now has over $1.7 million in client testimonials and supporters whose children could not walk. He gave the client his mad genius advice, and then 24 hours later the child started taking steps. He's the creator of the Toel Love, where each month members pay 13 small bucks at the end of the month, the pot is divided amongst about four people on average to help them pay their bills. That's monumental in of itself. Facts, man. With no further ado, for real, for real, I give you the Prime Minister Jew. What's happening,
1: man? Peace, peace. What's good, the beer? Uh, I really appreciate that, man. I really did all that, bro.
0: <laughs> oh man, that's just some stuff. I can get, I can do a whole radio show on that alone on the accolades for real, for real. I had to pick what oh, I wanted to that's...
1: say. <laughs> hey man, I appreciate it, man. I appreciate it, man. What's good, everybody? What's good, family? Uh, you know, I wouldn't be here, man, if it weren't for this man. I call him the Bear. Y'all know him as Noble Ampool. You know, he opened. You know, they call him the Open of the Way. And that's very 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 true, man. He opened the way for me to um, to speak my truth to exemplify my talent to exemplify the wisdom um that was you know bestowed upon me but um you know it is what it is, man. We're here for a powerful interview. I just want to say thank you again man, for uh uh, uh the supercharged welcome to the people. Man, for sure, man. Now you got something coming
0: up, man. Let's get let's let do some announcements, man. Let the people know where they can reach you, what you got coming up, and we can get into this dialogue, man. All right. Hello,
1: hello. Can you hear me?
0: Yeah, 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 yeah. Go ahead.
1: No, no, go. I it I kind of broke up a little bit right there. What did you say?
0: No, I said I, we know you got an event coming up. Tell us what you got going on, what you got coming up, and then we can get into some dialogue.
1: Oh, okay. Yeah, you know, um, you know, if anybody been following the work that myself, Noble, and Pooh been doing for the last really three years, um, you know, uh, really the last five, because a lot of the trace elements of what we really, really embarking on over the last three were kind of indirectly involved in some of the work that we were doing five years ago. We just hadn't become conscientious of it, uh, at least of the mechanics of, of, of some of the stuff that we were doing, um, and so. Over the last three years, consciously knowing how the mechanics of this thing works, um, we've been delving into quantum physics, you know, quantum mechanics as they call it, and we put the urban swag on it. You know what I mean? Um we we've been teaching people how to utilize this information consistently, day in and day out, three years, um tapping into consciousness, you know, uh and, and utilizing a specific part of the mind in order to do so. And so, um, you know, he mentioned already some of the, some of the things that we've been able to bring forth to the people, you know, almost $2 million in testimonials amongst common folk too. You know, I, I really like to specify that because, you know, these regular people who work nine to five jobs, you know, regular people who got, you know, typical things that's going on in their life, trying to maintain, trying to get to the next week, try you know, all of these different things, people going through these health crises, people going through situations where they don't know how they're going to figure out what's going to happen, you know, uh, as far as to make their life better. They get into these tight situations. You just mentioned a young lady over in the UK. Her, her, her son wasn't able to walk. Uh, and then she, she she done the technique, and in 24 hours, now the baby taking steps, hadn't took steps in two plus years. And the doctors had told her that he, he might have a vitamin D deficiency. So, these are the, some of the things, you know, that this information is doing. And um so what I decided to do is create something called um twenty one days of restoration and revision. It's a quantum challenge. Um, you know, I've seen this thing work uh in many, many facets for people who I prescribe um you know, certain things to. And, you know, they're they're able to basically in 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 a nutshell be able to recreate the past in order for things in the current moment to take a different trajectory. Um, this may sound very, very strange to people who are very, very Einstein, Newtonian physics type of people. You know where they like, oh, what you mean, man? The past already happened. You know, and, and especially in, in around these parts and, and some of the people who deal with disinformation. You know, the past has become so locked in uh, stone that it seems to be the only thing that people can really gravitate towards is history to 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 this point. This is how much the past has locked people into consciousness, and people are building their lives around history and saying what happened before, right?, taking some of the grander parts of history and then taking some of the downsides to be able to express themselves to give a complete picture of what it is that they're seeing. But that's still Newtonian. That's still, you know, uh, an Einstein point of view where they're only looking at reality and what quantum physics would call in the particle state of light, where things have already happened, situations have already taken place, et cetera, et cetera. Well, I, I said it yesterday, you know, Ampoo, amp- amp- that... The priesthood, uh, we're the radical conscious guys, right? We're the ones that come on and give you a, a totally different perception or perspective on how to look at situations so that you don't create these memories that end up haunting you later in the past and constantly complaining and boohooing about what somebody going to do to you or what they already did to you and look how they treating us, et cetera, right? The battle has always been in the mind, and once we understand that, that we can go back in time in our own minds in a wave-like way, then we can alter things that have already happened in the past because what we think time is only exists on the particle side of reality. And I'm going to show this in the 21 Days of Restoration and Revision What even Einstein had to come out and flat out say it about how the past is just as uncertain as the future is, according to quantum mechanics. But you have to be in a different state of mind to process that, to understand how do we utilize it in our lives on a day-to-day basis. So 21 days of restoration and revision is going to be just that. What are your traumas in life? What are your hang-ups in life? What are the roadblocks that you keep experiencing over and over and over again? Financial karma, all of these things happening to you where you don't like it. Relationships all upside down. You might've had some violent attacks happen to you that you can't shake that are part of your psyche, which hinders you from being able to move forward. You know, whatever this case may be, I put sickness and, um, uh, uh, healing, bringing people back into wellness and wholeness. And I'm speaking from experience. No, I'm not a medical doctor. I don't, uh, I don't practice medicine or none of that stuff. I practice consciousness, right? And that's for free. Everybody has the ability to think. And so, uh, and to, and to ideal and to uh, visualize. So that's something that is not regulated by, um, you know, the medical field. And so I've seen people right in my own membership have these issues, what we would call physical ailments or, you know, where they had to go get some treatment, and they've utilized these techniques and then all of a sudden it's, it, the rash is gone or the, the the ligament is healed or the bone is back fused together or whatever the case may be. So I've seen it. From experience so this is not theory I'm not, I'm not dealing with any theory I got live people who have shared their testimonials In this work That will tell you themselves That this is what he told me to do This is what I did And then this is what happened as a result of what I did After he told me to do A, y, a, a to Z Or whatever So 21 days of restoration and revision Is going to be awesome I advise you, listen And this is the analogy that I always use People think you know they got. Sometimes people know, well, you know they have an issue and then they write it off, right? Because it happened five or ten years ago and they feel like just because that it's not fresh in the memory and they're not thinking about it anymore, that it's not having a toll on their life. But see, that could be fur. That couldn't be further from the truth. When you have, let me let me. When you sin, let me tell you what sin is. It don't it don't mean something that you did, uh, you know you broke a, a moral law or something of that nature. It just means that you missed the mark. So if you miss a mark in life, right, you got a goal, you got a desire, and you miss it, that's technically what a sin is. You, you let yourself down on a goal or a desire or something that you wanted to manifest in your life, and you didn't. That's technically the definition of sin, according to uh, the, the holy book. The man in English have taken it out of context and used it in a way where they got you saying, oh, I can't do this. I can't do that morally wrong, etc., etc., et cetera, et cetera. But that's not what the case is. If you have something that has happened to you that has left you scarred in your psyche and you have not done anything to realter or reorganize that, then it starts to have effects in other parts of your life and the decision-making process, okay? And so it's just like when the hip is hurting and you do nothing about the hip hurting, then all of a sudden the knee starts to hurt because you've done nothing about the hip. Now you've got two problems. You've got a hip problem and a knee problem. Now all of a sudden the ankle's hurting, or, or or it could go the other way. The ankle hurts and you do nothing about it. Now the knee's hurting. Now the hip's hurting. It could go either direction. But what appears to be having no effect on another part of the body, all of a sudden when you don't deal with that issue, it starts to spread to other parts of your psychology, which now creates issues in that arena. And you're thinking like, wow, you know, what does my money have to do with my relationship woes? But well, what does that trauma that I experience have to do with the way that I treat my children? Because it didn't happen to my children. What happened to me? So all of these things are connected. And so the 21 days of revision going to be awesome, man. I can't wait to get this thing started tomorrow and, um, and, and really get into it, man. But that's what it is, man. So it's available on the site, theimaginationgroup.com. If you're interested, please sign up, man. You, it's the best information that you'll get in your entire life. I promise you that.
0: <clears throat> I mean, y'all see that, that y'all see what i be talking about man see I, I remember there y- there's an interview when they you know the the infamous, the Breakfast Club interview for those of you that's in hip hop you know what I'm talking about uh Jay-Z was on there a few years back and they asked him like you know what was his most his his favorite you know his favorite accomplishment with an artist and he would say it would have to be Kanye West and that was so personal to me Because, um, you know, a teacher of information and a student of the universe, as I always say, and just wanting to share the information, honestly, it's it's been no better accomplishment at this particular point for me personally than having a brother come along and saying, yo, this my spit, this my spill, develop and, and change people's lives for the better. That that that's that's important, man. You know, it, it it is, man. So it's just it's it's really it's really an accomplishment, man. You know what I mean? It's really a great accomplishment. But let's get into some things, man. Let's get into some things. Um the first question I have is um you've pioneered quantum physics and human consciousness. You've married the two, showing how they're one. Can you define the term Quantum, as it means to Minister Jew, quantum. When you say it, what are we talking about?
1: Great question. When I, when Minister Jew says quantum, I, I mean it in the most purest form that it is defined in the field. It is um, infinite possibilities. It is a field of potential that is limitless, that is endless. That has an array of Multiple hundreds upon thousands Upon trillions upon quadrillions Of possibilities That can come from it Such as an ostrich That has wings And little long legs That cannot fly And jellyfish As F always says that You can see straight through this thing And you don't really know What's going on here Or uh, A shark's ability to be able to smell in the water 200 miles away or all of these different things that we see on a regular basis that um, under our normal perception of them, if we're really not thinking about what some of this stuff has the ability to do here, it is clear that whatever has this thing moving and grooving and shaking, unlimited potential. And that's the quantum field. So anything and everything can come out of um, what I'm defining as quantum, basically unlimited possibilities, all right, which when you scale it all the way down is light, okay, on some level. It is light's ability to morph in and morph out of multiple arrangements to give you what it is that you're experiencing with your senses and also has the ability to give you what you're experiencing on a subjective level as well, um, but it's still light. Okay, so whenever you hear Minister Jew mention the word quantum, I'm talking about unlimited potential, unlimited possibilities that we're looking to scope, that we're looking to frame, that we're looking to pull out of these unlimited possibilities to bring forth what we're considering to be a reality to our sensory perceptions. So that's that's Minister Jew's definition. Of quantum Gotcha. you Let's
0: start with a threefold Question um, Why does The Prime Minister put so much Emphasis on The human brain What is your favorite structure in the brain
1: And why I put a lot Of emphasis on The human brain Because Without it, in this reality, you will not be able to function. Now, I remember I had a dialogue. It really wasn't a disagreement. It was more so trying to get some clarity. A gentleman asked a question, why don't I talk about the heart? Uh, And he, he made reference to it from the ancients who made this reference to the heart being the most important. And I don't disagree with that because if the heart stops pumping, obviously there's no more you here. You're leaving this place once the the moment that the heart stops. But taking that for a given, because we're talking about you being alive and having an experience, right? If your brain is not operable in this reality, you're not going to have an experience. So you can sit here and the heart be pumping, but the brain be dead and you're a vegetable. So you're, you have no, your consciousness is not um, active, shall we say, inside of the environment that you're in. You're not taking in anything from the sensory world, right? And so the brain becomes very important to minister Jew because it is through the brain in which consciousness, okay, is going to be able to activate different realities for you down here, specifically in the Olympic brain, some of the structures that are, are, are down in this particular area and so if I had to answer the twofold question, what's my favorite part of the brain, it would be the Olympic brain, which is actually a gift and a curse, and I understand that. But when you learn how to use this thing properly, it becomes an ally, your greatest ally. But when but when you're topsy-turvy and all over the place, then sometimes and most of the time, 9 out of 10, it leaves you to be completely unbalanced, right? And so the brain is very important because some of these structures in it is are actually... Um, synthesizers for consciousness to be able to give you an experience, to be able to open you up, to learn how to utilize your programming device, which is the brain, to program this reality. You need it to program this reality. You Name something that we utilize today as mankind that did not come out of the mind or the imagination of a human being it didn't come out of their hearts. It came out of their, they might've had the ambition, right? Cause some, you know, you create things that are, um, you have a passion because you want to see people, you want to help people just like me. I want to see people do well. So that's something that I'm feeling internally. Some people would, uh, uh, uh put the, uh, send that attribute toward, or say it's coming from my heart because I have a genuine passion and want to see people do well. So I guess you would, it's coming from the loving part of you, which people would automatically assume is from the heart. But then something has to happen in my mind. I have to get my wheels turning in my brain to figure out what am I going to create from the impulse of love that I'm feeling to want to see people do well. And so you have to have it. You have to have it in order to create down here. It is the programming mechanism uh, to get things to move in this reality. And my favorite structure in the entire brain is the hippocampus specifically the one in the right hemisphere of the brain because this is where all of the quantum potential is really going down at when we dealing with imagery and internal visualizations and all of these other things and it has some very very other interesting things um that it does as well but that is my favorite structure That's why I think the brain is important. That's why I teach the brain, and I also teach the brain so that people in the Western world who have become very left brain, uh, very left brain society. I want to give them enough information for what it is that they're doing, you know. And so, if I can teach them what these structures are doing, forming these right brain activities, I can give you enough confidence to move forward in something that may not make so much sense to your left brain. But if I can show you the research, if I can show you the experiments that have been done uh, from what it is that I am uh, championing you to do, then you have less resistance when you're doing the internal work. So what's happened is a lot of people give you the internal work to do, and because the left brain is like, what are you trying to convince me to do that has nothing to do with the sensory world? I don't know if I can accept that, Minister Jew, right? I need some facts first, brother. So because I know people need the facts, I give them the scientific studies. I give them the experiments. I give them enough information to appease that part of their their sense of self so that the other sense of self in the right hemisphere can get to work. So that's why I teach on the brain and get into some of the neuroscience behind visualization and some of the, some of the other things that, that the hippocampus and the Olympic brain does. <clears throat> And so, in
0: essence, you balance both hemispheres of the brain. Absolutely. <laughs> in essence. Okay. Um, Walt Disney could be considered one of the top three innovators of all time, like ever, right? And he called his staff members the Imagineers. This is Walt Disney, right? With you, Minister Ju, Creating the Imagination Guru, tell us the importance of the human imagination and how the imagination has a positive effect on the brain or within the brain and ultimately within the human body.
1: Well, the imagination is responsible for everything that has ever been created. That's just the bottom line. It's you everything, the first car, and I always use this analogy, but it never gets old because people have to really understand this. And so for me to reiterate it a thousand times wouldn't be enough because, you know, they say repetition is the mother of all learning, and so I'm going to keep repeating these things until it soaks all the way down into your consciousness. The first car, the first plane, the first stove, the first remote, I don't care what it is, the very first of anything that was ever created, because it did not have an external blueprint already, meaning there was nothing identical to it in the external world, had to come out of the imagination of the man or the woman who created it. Whether it had been out of need, necessity, want, Whatever the motivating factor was, that was the motivating factor. But yet that motivating factor allowed them to be conscientious enough to have an image appear in their mind, to have an idea of what type of contraption would allow this for man to become easier. Like, I mean, I always use this one as an example. Could you imagine what the world would be like without toilets? Somebody had an idea of, listen, how are we going to make this easier for us? This particular <laughs> dynamic of being a human. Okay. And, and out of that necessity to change that situation, right? We have this invention that is one of the greatest ever. And sometimes it just goes unnoticed, but when we really strip it down to the bare bones of us as being humans and some of the bodily functions that we must do as humans, this is an ingenious invention. So, Coming out of the imagination of man, that is—it is what's creating things, right? And so you hear it all the time in these rap records too. You know, Walt Disney having the Imagineers, and then look what he end up facilitating. Look at the dynasty. Look at the empire that that has garnered. Okay, from understanding the process of how the imagination actually works. Okay, and as far as the brain is concerned, see. See, they, did, they do these studies, and I wrote this in my book, Imagination at Work, where um, they put these people in these controlled environments, in these settings, to do these experiments. Uh, and sometimes, especially the one that I wrote in my book, they di- they didn't do it with the intent to see how the imagination works. It was more so they were trying to see what part of the brain lights up when a person is learning a new skill, in this case, they were learning to play the piano or the keyboard, etc. And so what happened was they said, okay, the motor cortex lights up when a person is learning how to do a new function, right? And they said, okay, that kind of makes sense. We anticipate that being part of the brain that lights up while these people are learning to play the piano. Then the, the, the person who was conducting the experiment said, look, let's take it to another level. I want to really see what's going on here. I'm going to have these same individuals imagine that they're playing the piano. They never, ever touch the piano keys. Not one time. And they do this like four to six week study. It was astonishing what happened as a result. They found out the same part of the brain actually lights up the same exact way, whether you're physically playing the piano or imagining playing the piano, and they couldn't believe it. They were like, wait a minute, I never touched the keys, but yet my motor cortex is lighting up as if I'm touching the keys? What the hell is going on here? Not only that, the physiology in the brain changed. These pe- The structure and the shape, you know, because the brain has all this plasticity, it actually starts to morph in a way and, and, and um, expand the gray matter in the brain. This is what the hippocampus has the ability to do because the hippocampus is responsible for imagination and internal images. Okay. So now what does imagination do, right? For the people who want to talk about logic and rationale and reasoning, and it has its place in this world because we do need it. So I'm not saying that it's irrelevant. We do need it. I don't want to get it out of balance here. We do. But the deal is Gray matter determines the amount of potential intelligence that an individual has. So imagination is spreading intelligence in the brain. Now, the ancients tried to show you this in some of these holy books, but it goes over people's head because they're taking these stories as secular stories. Right? But these stories are about consciousness, people about your consciousness, personified through characters. Because I'm going to tell you this. Consciousness is the king, period. Nothing, nothing external to that. I don't, care what, I don't care what it is. Consciousness is the king responsible for all things that exist. So the moment that you place an object over consciousness, you, you, just, you, you just become, you just lower the standard of your ability to be a creator. And so this is the effect that the imagination has on the brain and its connection to consciousness because consciousness is tapping into this infinite field of potential that we talked about via quantum. And so what, what I noticed was this, because you had many people come before Minister Jew talking about visualization. This is not new, right? But what you haven't had before Minister Jew is people merging the imagination with quantum physics, because what you find is, because when you're looking, it's a way of thinking. This quantum thing is a way of thinking. It is on the level of thought. Is You know, you hear it all the time. The ancestors tell you, all is mental. And then when we take it to all is mental, then we have to accept, or we have to at least uh, uh take a chance at looking at what the potential outcomes could be. From this, from this revelation And so the imagination Has infinite possibilities Just like quantum waves do You can see anything in the imagination You can do anything in the human imagination It's not limited To uh, Call logic So logic Would be the equivalent to the particle Once the wave is collapsed And the imagination would be the equivalent To the wave while it's still in the Infinite state of possibilities So I like to tend with causes Versus effects The cause of the phenomenon Are waves Imagination Images Visualization The effect is matter Circumstances situations, people, places, events, to lean toward the wave dynamic more so than the particle dynamic, then we become, we take the birthright back and really can call ourselves these lofty titles of gods and goddesses because now we're creating from the same level of thought. Instead of being victims and victimized by having to deal with the effect because we're not, we're not uh, intellectually curious enough to work from the other side that doesn't necessarily deal with our logic. And so this is where this thing, and I'm going to tell you, when you start utilizing these techniques and getting these results, you're going to come to find out that what I'm saying is more logical than anything somebody's teaching you about logic can possibly tell you, because the results speak for themselves. That's the connection between the imagination and consciousness, And the brain Did this man
0: just say The imagination Is spreading intelligence In the body I mean that's a quote Y'all need to write that down That's a quote Imagination is spreading Intelligence in the body Wow Speaking of that When it comes to Spontaneous remissions, or what is known as the placebo. Tell us, what is the placebo and what is occurring in the human brain in the process in which um, a person can simply use their mental power to help heal others? So in other words, how does person A, affect person b without person b in this case the son in the uk the two-year-old he's not even aware or so we think of person a
1: uh-huh uh-huh all right if you can tell us about that question here you know the placebo stands a lot of the a lot of this logic on top of his head man
0: And it really,
1: really, really opens the door to have a much more vast, um, adventuring conversation, which is to me a lot more rich, uh, in texture for us to be running these type of ideas through our consciousness, because it allows us to think different. It allows us to have a different perception of our true potential as human beings, uh, and not limit ourselves to what we've been told that we can do, um, and so, what the placebo basically is, ladies and gentlemen, is it's when people are told that they're taking uh, pharmaceuticals, you know, pills, shots, surgeries, etc., and they're really not. They're taking sugar pills. They're taking saline shots. They're doing, um, you know, staged surgeries, etc., that never really happen. Um, and then when these people saline shots, they go through these Um, these simulated surgeries, the people come back and report that they're feeling better. Um, They come back and report that some of the ailments are no longer there. Uh, In one study with the uh, simulation of surgery, they took some patients in. They actually sedated them, them, put them under, had them go to sleep. Uh, made some little incision cuts on the leg, but they never actually went in there and did any scopes on the knee or anything like that. And the person comes out of the, of the surgery, you know, they, the, the anesthesia is wearing off. They come out, they look at their knee. They see they got a cut where an incision supposed to took place. And they think that they really had some type of surgery done. And, the, they, they, and they, now some of these studies last for three to five years. And then these same people come back, are doing stuff, that they couldn't do prior to surgery because their knee was messed up. Now they're out here doing these things as if, as if their knee actually had surgery and was repaired versus some of the people who actually had the real surgery and they still doing justice versus they was before they had the surgery. Uh-huh. So you have to look at
0: this. You have to, you listen, you
1: have to really, really take your time out to analyze what's happening here. Uh-huh. So – What the placebo is suggesting Is that There's something else going on In the mind of the individual Who believes And I'm going to say that word again Because in a lot of these circles Believe has become This bad word to conscious people Or people who are in the know And they don't believe Well I'm talking about Self-believing I'm talking about What you feel inside about yourself And wholeheartedly having convictions Internally about what your Thought processes are Because it's clear that because these people Believe that they're taking Pills and and Shots that all of a sudden The same chemicals that are being Released when they actually do take these The quote unquote real pharmaceuticals These people Are having experiences and becoming Whole again from Simulated pills and surgeries, and so it's a structure in the brain i'm trying, I'm having a blank right now. I can't remember the exact location or region. I was just touching on this about a month ago where um and I'll give you examples if you give give it to you guys in a nutshell the um like you know how you got a pastor. In the church, who's very charismatic, and he's able to convince all the people in the church, right, that he has the ability to heal, et cetera, et cetera. It's a structure in the brain that actually identifies when it's hearing falsehoods. Like it, it whenever it hears something that is like, I don't know about that. I just can't go for that. You have, you do have a, a structure in the brain that kind of trips you up. To not be so gullible for things that you hear, and you're just like, I don't know, that just sounds too good. Charismatic person, such as the preacher, do you know this same region and structure in the brain becomes, it cuts off? So now, it is because the persons or the people who are in the church actually believe this, charima- this, this charismatic preacher that somehow this structure gets, uh, it's a default, it gets cut off. And they wholeheartedly believe that this man is able to lay hands on them, et cetera, et cetera. But the moment that they come out of the church and then they go see somebody, a guy on the street trying to sell them something, that structure comes right back on like, nah, man, I, I passed. No, thank you. I don't need it. With You know, I'll find something later. No, thank you. And so the point that I'm trying to make here is, is that it is something about having faith and believing in something that allows you to go to another level of awareness in order to have what we would call a miracle take place, which is what a lot of these spontaneous remissions. I even got people suffer from cancer, diabetes, all these different things. They're going to the doctor. They're doing all this. They can't shake it. They can't get rid of it. But then they just get still, and they start to tap in into the inner part of their being, part of their being that knows way further beyond their logical mind how to bring forth an alteration in the the, the 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 um the atomic structures in their cells to bring forth a change, a revelation, speaking to a deeper part of their being. They surrender to that and then all of a sudden the cancer goes away. And they go to the doctor and the doctor can't figure out it just it just reversed. Or the diabetes just reversed. And so these are the things that's happening and you see this in these placebos where they tell you the placebos work better when the patient is dealing with a doctor in whom they really believe and feel is going to give them very good care. This amplifies the effect of the placebo. So now what happens when we start to fine-tune our consciousness more often to know that we can change our own realities, both on a physiological level and dealing with the external events of our lives, the external events of our lives? What does that look like? So the placebo is here to show you that it's not all. It's not, it's not, this thing called reality is not what we think it is. It's not. It's not. It's a. It's a. It's a different ball game going on. But you have to reach. You have to. You have to. You have to extend yourself out for different possibilities and, and, and situations to occur. And the moment that you cut yourself off by saying it's not possible, then it's not possible. It won't be possible for you. You know,
0: gotcha, gotcha, gotcha. Gotcha. I don't know if you addressed um, how does person A affect person B without person B being aware.
1: Oh, okay, okay. Um, Well, here's the thing we're all connected, and I mean every last single one of these souls on this planet, all six, seven billion of them, whatever the number is, and um. They showed this through uh, another scientific study that I, I showed my members in a, few, in a couple months back on one of the webinars. This might have been back in July. And um, I showed how they would take these people and place them in different rooms. And they would hook them up to these EEGs. And they would have these monitors. And um, one person in one room would be seeing one image or they would be thinking about an image, right? The person in the other room, brain waves would go off as the other person in the other room was doing visualization. So in essence, what this study was trying to exemplify is that we're way more connected than we think we are. One person in an entirely different room can be seeing something, can be experienced. Like in one case, they were looking at a light bulb. They, were looking at it. they had them focus on the light bulb, and the light bulb would be flickering off and on. The other person in the other room who was connected to the same machine, their brain was responding as if they were watching a light bulb flickering off and on when a light bulb wasn't even in their room. So now, what happens when the emotions of the individual is raised to a higher level of experience? Specifically in this case, from mother to child, when the baby starts walking. You think this mother doesn't have an invested interest in her baby walking? That's an emotion that none of us will feel, except a mother who's going through that type of situation. And so even though that child may not be conscientiously aware that this is what mommy is doing on my behalf, it's another part of their being who is sitting below the reasoning mind that is very aware of what's happening. And it's almost like, you know how you know what it's like, Noble? Like when your battery go out and your car won't move, somebody else pulls up on the side of you, with a vehicle that got it's perfectly running, the engine's revving, and he got some cables for you. And right. he say, I, "I I know your joint is shot, but I'm finna hook up my power source to you, and I'm finna pass over you some juice. And now you hit your key and crank, you good to go. It's the same right. phenomenon. And so." You know, you don't necessarily have to conscientiously know what the other person is doing. But it's another part of your being that is picking up on that level of awareness. And then that starts to synthesize through your being. It's called intercessory prayer, people. And they've done studies on these as well. And I go over this in my memberships and teach the members how to do this intercessory prayer properly.
0: It's the first thing you get when you enroll. The very first thing you get. That's all right. This nigga just explained quantum jumper cables. <laughs> 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 oh y'all, gotta forgive me. I uh, in the mountains, man. Shout out to Denver, Colorado, man. We 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 mile high elevation, man. Shout out to the OG Kush gang. Y'all know what it is, man. Um, Let's move into something, man. I I knew I should have set this show and maxed it out. Only set it for an hour. We can go another hour on the back end just as time allotted. Uh, For those of you that's on the Internet portion, I strongly advise you to call the number, 818-369-0368, because if it goes past that hour mark, you know, you, you, you can be in on it. All right? so you need to call in. Um, man, it seems like, you know, black folks, because we're we in a situation where black lives matter too, right? The reality, brother, the reality of the situation. Um, it seems like with black folks, there's this uh, poor righteous teacher complex along with what you can call poverty consciousness. When we're in a situation where we got Donald Trump, brother, we got Kim we got the police killing us, we have... Uh, MK Ultra mind control tricks and conspiracy. Please tell us how this type of information affects the human brain and body, and ultimately the community at large. Oh man! Um,
1: all right, I'm gonna try to keep this real clean because um, I've done so much harping already on this subject matter. And I said I wasn't going to give that sector any more of my attention, uh, because I've 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 tried my best to communicate this as calmly as I can. But since you (laughs) asked me here, um, uh, since you asked me here, I'm going to be very, very uh, uh, shall we say, politically correct in my response. Listen. First of all, it does us, well, not us, because I don't, I'm not, I, does, anybody who's doing that or utilizing that, and listen, everybody on their own soul's journey, I get that part. Um, but if you hear this and, and it resonates with you, then you take it. If it don't, then you leave it. It just is what it is. But when we engage, and listen, let me let me take it this way. Light has two functions. It can operate as a troll or a crest, okay? Well, when we start to correlate light into consciousness, we have to be able to correlate it in a way where we understand it as an experience. How do we think as individuals, as humans? A crest would be the high end, the positivity, we're feeling good, we're creating our realities, we're confident about ourselves, Our self-talk is stupendous, it's wonderful, it's awesome. We're helping other people change their lives. The love is spreading. That's the crest. The troll is all the hating, all the bigotry, all of the racism, all of the prejudices, all of the conspiracy, all of the fear, all of the propaganda that's affecting us in a negative way, all of the images that are really bombarding our consciousness to be slaves and to be less than and all the self-talk that's defeating, I can't, it won't, it's impossible. That would be the troll. So it doesn't take a rocket scientist to figure out what side of, of life would you like to be on. And it's a choice. It's a choice. Okay? And so we've gotten into a lot of the cliches about, oh, you can't always be positive. That's not real, brother. Listen, that's a choice that you're making. It's a choice. And that choice you've made, because people have said that to be cliché, so that they can have an outlet when they want to act a damn fool, right? Or when they want to get into their, to the lower part of their consciousness, right? That's the excuse that we've given ourselves when we say things like that, to have an out, to say it's okay. And I'm not saying that you may not have a bad day, but what I'm saying is you better learn how to reclassify it immediately, And that's what this 21 days of restoration and revision is about so that you don't go on for the next six months, the next year, the next five years reliving the same thing that happened to you five years ago, two years ago, six months ago. And you find yourself in the same situation, depressed, broke, mad, upset, sick, all of these other things. Now tell me, do you want that choice? So when you're dealing with, uh, when you're dealing with all of that type of talk that Ampoo just mentioned, that all that pessimism and doubt, that's, the brain is stimulating this. You're, 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 this is coming down into the body. It's creating a stress disorder. And I talked about this on another platform that I had. Now, what does stress disorder do? Stress disorder, when you start to deal with all that information that he mentioned prior to, when he, when he formulated his question, the one that i'm talking about uh this afternoon morning wherever you are in the world evening listening to the broadcast you it starts to affect the hippocampus in the right hemisphere of the brain neuroscience shows how this type of pessimism and doubt actually starts to shrink this structure which is also responsible for the neurogenesis in the brain now look at this this structure that's dealing with visualization imagination spatial memory memory all of these different things uh tone, rhythm, all these things that this right hippocampus is doing, when you start to deal with that type of information, you start to shrivel this thing up. You start Mm. to become much more depressed. Mm. Right? And then all you find yourself doing every day on social media is talking about the same thing that's not changing your life, not one iota. Not one iota. So my thing is, what good does it do? It, because I'm going to tell you what. This, this is the difference. The information that I'm professing, my partner Ampoo is professing, is changing people's lives for the better. They're having different experiences. And when you when you get for real, for real with this information, you don't even worry about what's going on on those different fronts because you realize you have the, uh, the potential and the ability to augment it anyway. So, Minister Jew is not afraid of any of those realities. I'm not running from none of those realities. It's not that big of a deal to me because I know I'm the maker. And when that type of power is invested in your psyche and you've utilized it before and you've had experiences where you've seen you augmenting the reality and it lined up completely in sync with what you thought prior to it, Fear becomes, it's not relative the way that it used to be. And that's a whole nother dialogue. That's a, that's a much more extensive dialogue, but we're talking about how we're going to change our individual lives utilizing this information. And so if you're dealing with that type of information, then, hey, you're, you watch how your life is going to be right down in that root. Right down in that doghouse. You're gonna stay right there. Everything is gonna, everything you do, you're gonna study it with skepticism. You're not gonna allow no blessing to come into your life because you're gonna always be leery about who, where did it come from. Is it original? Is it this? What type of this? And is that? I can't. I don't know. I can't trust that. People are afraid to trust their own damn thoughts because they are invested in trusting somebody else's. So much so that they talk about them all day. And they campaign them all day. Donald Trump is an expression of the Congress community. I don't know why they saying don't vote for him because they he, he's exemplifying everything that these people be saying. Oh, be the, the election is the election is rigged, brother. And you know, taxes ain't real. And he, you know, because he won't reveal his taxes, he know the game on that too, right? That seems a point vaccines are poisonous but Donald Trump is speaking on everything that these people be talking about and yet they say he's crazy don't mess with him these people are suffering from their own cognitive dissonance the very thing that they've been specifying and teaching about for years he come on the scene he's exemplifying it to the hilt and they saying he's crazy don't rock with him yada 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 no he's a projection of all of that idea that you've been consciously running through your consciousness, and now that has been externalized in the physical world in the form of a man called Donald Trump. He's an expression of collective consciousness's ideals. And he is there for you to look in the mirror. Now, do you want that?
0: <laughs> yeah, I see. <laughs> My bad, man, my bad. Y'all, I had to take you there, I guess, man. See, see, there's a lot in that. There's a lot in that, but we're not going to go down that path. It's called galactic activation in the archives. Just stay by your email if that ever is the surface. Um, um, let me ask you this, man. Again, if you on, if you on the Internet portion, call in 818 369 368 Call in, 818
1: In fact, we got three minutes in that portion. Minister to do, Let them know where you at and what you got going on. Man, visit the website, Um, Click on the Shops tab. Scroll down to webinars, I think, is how we got it processed over there. And you'll be able to participate in this 21 days. Orientation starts tomorrow, ladies and gentlemen. To yes. tomorrow. Um so if you're going to enroll, enroll on time so that you can benefit from the whole journey and don't be peacemaking this thing. You know, let's get some discipline about ourselves and do it the right way for once. You know what I mean? And so uh, that's what's going on, man. You want to call me, you can reach out and call me. The number is 877-345-3797 if you have any further questions. You can also email us at info at com. if you want to email us your question. We're really good about timely manner two or three days tops we get back to people on these emails and um try to give you a correspondence that you can you know feel your way and guide your way through your question so those are those are the mediums of, of, of um communication that we have available um and that's pretty much it man you know yeah man the
0: imagination com. go to the shop tab go to the webinars tab you're gonna see it right there quantum challenge 21 days of restoration and Revision. All right, that's there. In fact, also on the website, we did tell you you got a book. You can go to the website, theimaginationguru.com. You can go to the shop tab, go to books. You will actually see The Imagination at Work. All right, you can go to Amazon. If you're an Amazon shopper, you can go get The Imagination at Work. And you also can get Spiritual Wisdom for the 21st Century. This brother has authored two books that are on the marketplace right now. All right. So go to the website TheImaginationGuru.com. dot com. We're definitely about to get in just a small bit of overtime because we got two more um, questions. Um, I want to say, man, you know, with the the political piece um, from a priesthood perspective, man, that you the people ain't never gotta worry because see, this is the thing: you can't have it both ways. You can't have spirit. You can't have ancestors, you can't have netters, you can't have gods, you, you can't have ancestors if I say you, you can't have quantum. You can't have that slice of the cake and at the same time scream, They, Illuminati, they won't let us. They're doing this. It's systematic. You can not have both sides. Alright, you can't serve two masters. You can't do that. And if, if life is about true mastering, you really believe in ancestor, netto, divine intelligence, quantum, whatever you want to term it. Because one thing's for sure, you breathe breathing invisible air. And one thing's for sure, you're not 100% cognizant of all your body functions to the very last 76 trillion cell, if we want to say it's 76 trillion. So we can't have it both ways. And you don't never have to worry once the collective conscious come online and say, damn it, it's time to ride. Believe that. I I said it another way, that the real conspiracy was to get you up out of slavery because 151 years later, called 2016, you ain't a slave no more, and you balling.
1: But you got to understand. We we, we, ain't going to go there. We ain't going to go there with them. That's right. You can't can't even do it. But you just got to
0: understand, Mm -hmm. don't even be afraid is my point. Don't even be afraid. So with that said, um, here's a question for you, brother. Um, you know, in the craft of studying the cosmos, and let's say I could tell a person that, hey, in the future, you know, you want to make some adjustments because on this day you can be in an accident or in a physical fight or even abused. Um And then when that time comes in the future, it actually happens to the person, right? Let's just say they didn't get the message. They never made the adjustments. It can happen. This type of energy pattern you and I know can be seen at the birth of the person. We talk about a grown person and having the ability of saying, hey, In the future, be careful around this time, make some adjustments in your life because it can be very something tragic can happen. An accident, physical fight, you can be abused. If we known the person at their birthday, a little infant and their parent would have came to us, we most certainly could have said the exact same thing right now, 30, 40-something years later, right? The question is, when that time comes in the future, this type of energy pattern, tell us how did the energy manifest itself? Is the energy in the person? Because we have to ask ourselves if the energy is external, outside of the self, how did the energy find that one person out of billions of people on the earth? That six seven you mentioned earlier that six seven billion. If energy finds that person, please walk us through this process. Oh
1: man. <clears throat> well, I've been doing some really, really, really heavy thinking on this subject matter lately. It's funny as you mentioned this question. See <clears throat> these planets, man are markers. They're the subconscious markers that exist outside of us to be able to see it. And so whether you're conscientious of it or not, right, because most people are not conscientious of their subconscious mind. They don't go into that part of their their being to to learn it, to navigate it, to um to to, to, to know to become a master of it. What happens is these planets act as the external markers to the things that we won't consciously go in our subconscious mind to deal with. So you wonder why these things happen to people, right? It's because they haven't truly mastered their self. They haven't become the sun, shall we say, in their own universe, where they're responsible for holding the subconscious patterns together. And so when one does not become the sun and consciousness causing the phenomenon for keeping these things orbiting or moving these things around on a certain trajectory, then all of a sudden you have these, what, what we call unconscious experiences happen to you because you're not aware of who you are. Okay. And so it's a quantum effect taking place. These, listen, how is it that a planet can be moving in space today? And then we go look at a natal chart, and then we see a square, a, a transit Mars square and Mercury, and then we say, oh, you better watch it. You know, you could be in a car accident. Something can explode. You know, this it could be an argument lead to a fight. You know what I mean? Somebody can get shot for some words being said. Case may be all the keywords that's associated with with these two planetary bodies. But how is it that something that is not in that location in space anymore on your birthday, and right. you are experiencing a phenomenon that suggests that that planet is still right there based upon the planet that's transiting, that's triggering an effect. It's called spatial memory. So now, if you listen carefully, I told you that the hippocampus in the right hemisphere of the brain is responsible for your spatial recognition. So you want to know where to go to become the master of your universe? Literally, you're going to have to learn how to deal with space and activate the structure inside of the body that will get you more acclimated to the phenomenon of the subconscious you. So finding these people because it's already in these people subconsciously, that's the connection. And these planets are like marbles, externalized, so that when, because you're not aware of you holistically, maybe one day when you get a little knowledge under your belt of se- knowledge of self, you'll, you'll stumble maybe recklessly or, or walk in calmly into the craft of astrology to get you closer to the knowledge of self, to then become the creator of your reality. And so you're going to be, you're going to be wowed. You're going to be amazed because you're able to look into the future and say, this is going to happen on this day or something similar, thrilled, and they're amazed by that. And so it gives you that, that initial awe sensation, like, wow, how I can see this six months out. This is amazing. But don't get stuck there. Because the universe is always blessing. It's always trying to give you some type of wink to keep awakening to the highest potential of light. And so the craft of astrology is taking you damn near to the top floor. The top floor is light in the wave state. That's the top floor because light is responsible for creating the planet itself. Without subatomic particles, there is no Mars. Without subatomic particles, there is no Saturn. Without subatomic particles, there there is no Mercury. It don't exist. And these light waves have laws too that are totally contrary to physics. (laughs) So astrology... If quantum physics is the top floor and astrology is is i mean it's right down the hall it's right down the hall so we utilize both we utilize both you know um and that's 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 pretty much it that's how it finds you it's already in you it doesn't have to no it't it doesn't really find you it's already you it's already you <clears throat> It's
0: equivalent to all of us being able to hear each other right now. So-called real time. It's a sound wave being transmitted and received. Right. So, all right, man. Um, Two more. Two more. What what is it here? Um, A lot of people struggle in relationships, and something that, that that's going to be addressed in 21 Days of Revision. I see a fork with one person being on the left-hand path and another person going towards the right-hand path, and those paths just meaning their own spiritual journey and life, period. Can a relationship work if the two will never be on the same path? I want to emphasize that. And if so, how do you make the separate Paths work if it's even separate at all, or is it a waste of time? Your take,
1: man. You know, listen. Any situation can be augmented with the science. Now, these two these two paths can be very, very different. They can be diametrically opposing um, between the two individuals, right? The, I think the more important question that should be asked is even though these two people are on two different paths, is it anything that they do have in common that they would like to see manifest and grow between them two or between themselves? Mm-hmm. Because, because that's going to be the glue that allows the relationship to continue to, be, to, to continually be prosperous and to have some type of a Now, if they cannot agree upon together, that may not necessarily be, Involved in the left hand path or the right hand path But they do have some things that they would like to see Happen between themselves If that's not there Then it's going to be very 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 difficult To move forward It's going to be difficult You know what I mean And this is why people who set goals Together Tend to have more prosperous Relationships with one another Right Because one person could could be into yoga and another person can be into hell, hype music sure. and dancing and this type of cyphers and still have um, some type of similar goal that they're looking to reach for together. So it is based right. on you have to come together and ask that question. What do we have that we would like to see for each other? Because it's a reason that y'all attracted to one another. It's, got, it's something that even if it's just a sexual attraction, which is usually the first one that pops up on the board because you don't have anything else to go by consciously, right? So all of these things are are given, the the, the sexual and the the physical uh, attraction to an individual. But once that's been, you move past that, that's the question that has to be asked, even if they're on two different trajectories, because those things that they do have in common can bring them closer into unison, right, which can can, uh, bring some balance in between the two. So if they don't have those in place where they have some goals that they're both looking to achieve inside of the relationship, then I say, hey, it's going to be very difficult. I'm not going to say it's impossible, but it's going to be very difficult. It'll be some strains uh, that you may not want to experience. You may not want to go through that. And I'm not here to tell people how to be in a relationship or not to be in a relationship. That's their own personal choice and decision. But it becomes difficult. And so you have to set goals. You have to find things that you would like to have, see accomplished between the two of you. That you all can strive for together And if that is the case Then you do have some grounds to build a relationship on uh, Where y'all two differences Don't have to always be in opposition To one another Because when y'all do get together Y'all can talk about y'all goals that y'all do have together right? And that can become the main topic of conversation
0: You see A conscious choice That's right Just choice All right In closing Election day is what Four days away Minister Jew Is it Trump Is Hillary Clinton Should we vote It don't matter anyway We shouldn't vote Should we visualize Should we do our own thing Form a hip hop party Shout out Norian Drink Champs Uh, What do we do on election day Minister
1: Jew in closing Man Honest, my honest answer to that, my my honest answer to that is, visualize what you would like to see in your reality. Period. I'm not really hung up on this election like that, man. I I made a couple posts about it, only to show the quantum dynamics that Trump's utilizing, right, whether he's conscious of it or not, right, and how he's pol- he's polarized the entire. United States. Everything time you cut the TV on, man, that's all you hear about is Donald Trump, Donald Trump, Donald Trump, Donald Trump, Donald Trump, Donald Trump. So you know he's he's working his number. But other than that, man, I don't I don't have a horse in the race. I I really never have, man. The only horse in the race is is me, my family, the people who listen to the message that really want to do better. You know, my my partner Noble Lampoo De Beer, his loved ones, his family. Other than that, man, like hey keep keep seeing what you want to see happen in your life, right? What do you want to see happen in your life, right? Because I will tell you this. You can usurp energy if you know how to do it. So a lot of people are going to be out there round up, doing rallies. There's going to be a lot of kinetic energy flowing around on that day. Now, if you are a wizard, Right or appreciate if so you know how to use certain <laughs> energy. You know, you know how to you know how to tap into that and use it to magnify what it is that you would like to see happen. So, you know, that's that's my opinion on it. You know what I mean? Um, and like I said, the reason that I don't worry about it because I know in my mind, if, if if it get out of hand either way, then I already know what to do. But I'm not really worried about that. You know what I mean? I'm not. That's not really. It's not my prerogative, shall we say. My priority is, right. is seeing people's babies walk. My priority is seeing people get out of wheelchairs and stand up and walk again. My priority is seeing people with rashes and broken ligaments being healed without going to the doctor, without any external nothing, seeing them have changes happen in their life, people in the best relationships that they've ever been in, utilizing this information. People are getting raises on their jobs. Checks is coming in the mail. People winning lotteries. That's what's happening over here. That's what I'm concerned about Seeing people happy Seeing people with optimism in their spirit That's what I'm concerned about on election day And that's what I'm concerned about every day of the week And so You know my message is going to be the same message You know it's gonna it's stuck on autopilot You're going to be hearing me talk about this for My duration here And any uh, You know anything that I could expand on The root of it is going to be based on this type of dialogue And commentary so Hey, listen, do what you do on election day. I'm not the one to tell nobody not to vote. I ain't the one to tell nobody to vote. Look, do you. Do you. Do you.
0: Mm -hmm. Elect yourself in your life right now. You're becoming the president of your life on this day. Right. You know? So with that said, man, we're a little late, man. We thank y'all for listening, man. Again, TheImaginationGuru.com. The Quantum Challenge, 21 Days of Restoration and Revision. Orientation is tomorrow, Saturday, 12 noon Eastern. So enroll right now, right now. Let's do this. And um, that's what it is, man. Take your time when you're over there. Plenty to go through, man. You can go to the shop tab. Again, the book is The Imagination at Work. It's an ebook. You can download it immediately as soon as you purchase it. Spiritual Wisdom for the 21st Century is on Amazon as well. And click on the private Membership tab and be a part Of the winning team I just got to keep it 100 with you I'm not trying to be Eric I'm just saying 1.7 million In testimonials from the people The average Joe Smoles of the world The bottom of the world The ones of us who come from the ghetto 1.7 using the magnificent Law of attraction Which ain't no secret but It's a secret I guess Alright so with that said peace
1: Peace